and now to put the drop on them literally welcome to the saint canara files a dark wind up podcast i'm your host will santana and i'm mike russo and that dr slug has nothing on me <laughs> he doesn't mike no he absolutely does not <laughs> i'm nope. public enemy number one <laughs> so what's going on mike everything going okay with you yeah everything is great um everything's fine yeah i'm happy um spring is almost here and let's let's get going with this new episode well we have a special guest tonight yeah man who's our special guest today we have victoria stone on with us a really big darkwing fan hi tori hey guys hey what's going on tori <laughs> uh tori's asked for this episode a long long time ago uh we tried to get her on sooner, but she refused and said, I want Quivering Quack, <laughs> and it's here, finally. <laughs> it's a good so episode. Yeah, so Tori, you excited about this one? Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I really, <laughs> it's, a, it's like one of my favorites. Yeah, Tori is part of our, uh, part of our Zoom chat community, and uh, she's a huge DuckTales 2017 fan. And she crossed over to Darkwing. And uh, isn't um, Splatter Phoenix your favorite villain? Yes, Splatter Phoenix is my favorite villain. Yeah, okay. All right, so Mike, what we got topics today before we get into the episode? What are we talking about? Um, an, Some new merchandise. Not really new. We've talked about it before, but we've actually finally seen a better picture of it. Um, the Beast Kingdom Darkwing Duck action figure. Um, we saw a better picture of it just a few days ago. And... I'm not feeling it. How about you, Will? I'm not feeling it either at all. I was really hoping it was going to look to the standards of that Mickey Sorcerer's Apprentice uh, from Beast yeah. Kingdom. I actually like the Q-Fig better, which is like 40 bucks cheaper. <laughs> yeah, the Q-Fig is really nice. This one's just ugly. Uh, I'm on the fence where I kind of want to get it just because of Darkwing, but my... I don't think that's justification enough, man. Maybe if it wasn't a seventy dollar item. Yeah. I think if it was like I think it was like thirty, I would be more willing to buy it. But then again, there's also the fact that like I don't have as much merch as you guys did Mm because you were able to get the merch back when it first came out. Me, everything I get is usually Mm -hmm. on eBay. Please, the Funko action figure from a few years ago looks nicer than this, and it's ten bucks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh man it's just it's just crazy man that that beast kingdom thing don't look too good man but uh i mean i think it was cool that they wanted to do a fabric outfit but even that looks bizarre the cape is tiny the legs are really weird and the face sculpt is just off completely and it has a tiny hat his hat is normally gray right this one it looks like yeah. a dark black I don't know what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. He's got like little little gold buttons on it, which doesn't look right at all. Mm-hmm. It it's it's maybe this isn't the final approved version. Maybe it's not finished yet. I mean, mm-hmm. it was pushed back to when is it? When did it get pushed back to? Will? Uh, I think it's November. September? November is it? I think okay. yeah. I think maybe it's November. Okay. That's that's a long time from now. So maybe they have time to improve it. Okay. I now, hope. Be- yeah. Now, before we get into this episode, Mike, I kind of ruined Tori's debut with us, even though she's been on like other things with us, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that. Right. But uh, Tori, I mentioned your favorite villain. What's your favorite Darkwing episode? It's probably Time and Punishment. 
But I knew I wasn't going to get on that episode because it was such a big favorite. <laughs> Did we have a guest on Time and Punishment? No, but we had a lot to say about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Also, and, you know what? Uh, I don't think anybody asked. Oh, we did have somebody, uh, Oscar, remember? But he kind of backed out at the last. But he wasn't able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we did have somebody because we had. I just Oscar. figured. I yeah, just figured he, it was such a such a big episode that there would be like too much fight for it, and it should just be like. Be we fair did enough have, to have no one. Yeah, we did have a few people ask for that one. Um, we had. Uh, I remember Stan asked for that one. I think Owen asked for it. But Oscar yeah. had it locked in, but he didn't even back out until like 24 hours. So we just rolled with it without nobody. Yeah, we did. That's true. Cool. All right, so let's get into this episode, Mike. What episode are we doing today? The Quiver Wing Quack, one of the greatest episodes of all time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, is. Right. it is. It's a great one for Goslin. I think it's one of the best Negaduck episodes. Oh, I, I love Negaduck in this one. I think uh, this I think this episode only works with Negaduck. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Um, There's a special moment with Drake and Goslin that I really, really like on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sure you I'm know sure what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, is this top 10 for you? Yes. Yes, I if if time and punishment doesn't hit top ten, it's definitely this one. Okay. Um, because I think I think more so this one for me because it has Negaduck in it. Okay. Is, is this top ten for you, Tori? I think it is, and I think okay. it's for Goslin mostly. Okay. I, I I do think it's a tier one. It's just not top ten for me. I got too many Cracker Jack episodes in my top ten. <laughs> oh, you're letting man. favoritism cloud your view. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe one day I need to like really sit down because there's been several episodes I said is top ten, and now I don't know if I have a accurate top ten. I really need to sit down and pick a when top this, ten. When <laughs> this podcast ends, we should arrange our favorites in terms of how many gas gun canister ratings we gave it. Okay. And, and see exactly how it turned out. Okay, we we can do that. All right, so Mike, let's get this ball rolling on quivering quack, and what's our production air date order? Okay, so um, I basically run out of air dates. I can't tell you the air dates in the last five Disney Afternoon episodes because I thought I had the right air dates. But when I lined them up with a May 1992 calendar, the air date I had for this one was a Saturday. So it said May 16th, but that can't be right because that was a Saturday. So it was sometime in mid-May. Okay. That's all, that's all I can tell you on that. But it was 74th in production number. Ooh, the numbers are getting deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper, yep. <laughs> and our story editor is Tad Stones, which doesn't surprise me, because our writer is once again Dev Ross. All right, we love us on Dev. <laughs> this is her last solo Darkwing episode. The last few she's writing, she's writing with Tad. Mm. So this is her last. She wrote the two best Goslin episodes. This one in Time and Punishment. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. She really loved her. Yeah, she no, she, she, she said she that on our interview with us. Yeah, and she was a relatively new mom at the time. Yeah. So she really put those maternal instincts to good use with this with these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Dev got man. She's really got some good ones, Mike. Every time we talk about her, a few of them, you know, but. I could I could suck up those other ones because of what she's given us on the good side. Like I said, if if I have to sit through an Apes of Wrath to get this episode, I'm fine. I'm fine with that too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And right. uh, 
We have another Sun Wu episode too. Um, not as good as the last one. I think um, Star of Scorn was one of their best. Mm-hmm. But this isn't bad. No, it's not bad at all. No. You better not be bad with Negaduck. <laughs> no, they, they do a good job with him. He looks fine. All the characters look fine. Were there any pieces of animation, um, Tori or Will, that stood out to you in this episode? I don't know why, but the scene with the Dobermans and when he's getting them like out of the cages and stuff and it's all like has the shadows and everything. I don't know why that stands out to me because it's probably not as impressive as I'm like making it out to be. No, no it's, uh, it's it's impressive. I, I'll give it that. Cause, you know, especially with all the detail on the dinosaurs and everything too. The, the next following scene. Yeah, the Doberman scene is one of my favorite parts of the episode. I'll I'll explain mm-hmm. why when we get to that part. Okay. Uh, for me, Mike, uh, the the only scene that really stood out outside of the the you know the pups would probably be when uh they were outside on the rooftops and you can see that uh Pepe's pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just thought all the buildings and stuff looked very detailed. I like some of the shots of Goslin in the shadows um, about to fire her arrows. There's some cool shots of that, too. Like, with the first time they reveal her as as Quivering Quack and she's all bathed in shadow, that's pretty cool, too. Okay. So, should we start talking about the plot? Yeah, let's get into the plot. All right, we got Darkwing, and he's chasing Negaduck. Negaduck kind of, like, blows up the side of a building or something, right? Yes. All right, and then, but uh, Darkwing accuses him of trapping the police in Jello. <laughs> okay, I love this so much because o- you can only do this at this point in the series because we're so used to dark the silliness of Darkwing Duck that we don't question why Negaduck would have done that or how <laughs> or how he would have done that. It's just lime Jello, and that's what Negaduck did, and we don't even have to question it because we're just used to this kind of thing. Yep, J E L O. <laughs> and, and specifically lime jello yeah all right now hopefully they don't get me with a copyright strike right there okay. <laughs> all right and then uh we got negaduck and he's throwing bombs he threw one well, not yet he threw a bomb at darkwing and then yeah. um go ahead mike yeah he yes he does throw one at darkwing yeah you're right yeah, and um the, yeah and then they, they kind of like they start climbing the top they start climbing like the side of a building with those um like suction, suction cups, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they start climbing that, but when the Negaduck gets to the top, Tori, what does he throw at Darkwing? A safe. It's safe. <laughs> yeah. I I really really love this whole sequence of events. As they're pl- as he's plummeting from the building, he listens to the tumbler. He has just enough time to figure out the combination. He jumps in the safe, and the safe bounces off a flagpole because, of course, it does. Uh, flies back up to the top of the roof. Darkwing pops out of the safe. Ha! Negaduck throws a bomb into the safe and, you know, calmly shuts the door. Ha! Yourself. And, and as it's plummeting, he's trying to open the tumblers, but the safe hits the ground, then explodes, and then the handle of the safe door just gently falls to the ground. The door opens up, and Darkwing's all blown up, but he's looking so casual about it. <laughs> and the music even gets really quiet and moody as he's like stumbling into the building and into the elevator. <laughs> he takes the elevator to the top of the roof, jumps out, and then gets hit with another bomb. It's Boom. so it's so funny. Like it's so well timed. 
But then Darkwing kind of dropped some news uh, to Negaduck that really just boils him. What's, what's that news, uh, Mike? Well, um, Negaduck is not public enemy number one. Tori, uh, who is public enemy number one? Dr. Slug. <laughs> and I also noticed right. that uh, Megavolt is number three, if you notice. That makes sense. Megavolt yeah. should be mm-hmm. on yeah. there somewhere. Yeah, and so so what number is uh, Negaduck? Two. He's not feeling that at all. (laughs) So another, you know, another interesting thing to mention is that Negaduck has an endless supply of bombs from Discounts R Us. He got them in the clear. There was a two for one sale. (laughs) Yeah. And um, (laughs) what's funny is he throws all these bombs at Darkwing who's juggling him, juggling the bombs, and Darkwing hands them to Negaduck so Darkwing can show him the wanted poster, and then Negaduck gives them back to Darkwing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of exchanges there, man. Yeah, a lot of bombs, too. Yeah, but then after Darkwing explodes with all those bombs, Negaduck has now a huge bomb because he he's irritated that he's number two. He wants to be number one. He's not playing around no more. Yeah, this thing is gigantic. And, and he says the city is toast, but Darkwing yeah. offers... Something else. I'll get the marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, his, luckily... Yeah, his fuse on his big bomb, Mike, it, it, it goes out. Yeah, um, an arrow flies through the air and cuts the fuse off, and then a few other arrows uh, nab Negaduck by the clothes and knock him against the wall. Mm-hmm. Who is our mysterious savior? Tori, who is it? Goslin. Yay, Goslin. She um, stopped at the sports boutique with Launchpad and bought a bow and arrow set. Yeah, but Darkwing's not feeling this archery at all, Mike. He's not no, feeling it. Of course it. not. Yeah, he, he, he feels it's too dangerous for Goslin. And Negaduck has escaped. Yeah, but he has no clothes now. <laughs> He's in a barrel. <laughs> it's funny how he says, that Dr. Slug has nothing on me. Because he does have anything on him. He's totally naked. <laughs> Yeah, so then we get a cut scene in uh, a transition where uh, Gosselin's in her room, and she's mm-hmm. practicing with her arrows, but she's kind of like upside down practicing. Yep, she's good at this too. Mm-hmm. She's complaining to Honker that even though she saved the day, all her father did was yell. Mm-hmm. And um, she figures maybe he would respect her if she was somebody else. Yeah, and who is that somebody else, uh, Gosselin? I mean, uh, Tori? Well, we, well, we don't, don't know. We don't know, we yet. don't know yet. We don't know yet? Okay. You didn't want to spoil it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we get to a part that Tori was just talking about. Negaduck. He's uh he's at the dog pound, Mike. Yeah, I love this scene. We see all these Dobermans barking, and they look really vicious. And Negaduck walks into the pound, and the, the Dobermans immediately start to cower. Mm-hmm. He's able to pick them. I think there's like five or six of them. He's able to pick them all up in a giant ball and just throw them into the dog catcher wagon. <laughs> and my favorite Negaduck moment in the entire episode, he's driving the truck, and he's talking. But he keeps screaming into the back, shut up back there. <laughs> I said, shut up. <laughs> and okay priceless best moment he drives into a fire hydrant picks the thing up and the animation of him waddling it behind the truck because it's so heavy he throws it in the back of the truck and all the barking stops <laughs> it's so great well what does negaduck do next well wasn't he originally like 
trying to give them water to shut them up or something? Was that the point of that? No, because dogs like to pee on fire hydrants. Oh, so they were all peeing on it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why they shut up. <laughs> okay, so he takes them um, to a museum. Yes. Yeah, he takes them to a museum because it's Bon Appetit time now. What do they do, Tori? He takes them to the dinosaur exhibit and they start eating all the bones. Yep. And yeah. um, finally, who shows up? Of course, no entrance line though. Yeah. None at all in this episode. Yeah, but Darkwing doesn't come in nice to Negadog. He he straight out calls him number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's just gonna make Negadog even more upset. He's not he's not feeling that number two at all. Not one no, bit. So he, he sticks the dogs at them. Mm-hmm. Darkwing throws a pair of boots at the dogs, and the dogs throw a pair of sandals right back at him. <laughs> uh, Darkwing and LP try to hide in the uh, the mummy cases and as a totem pole, but the ta- the dogs aren't that stupid. Mm-hmm. So who saves the day? Tori, who shows up? The Quiverwing Quack. Yep, Goslin shows up as a new superhero and, and gets rid of the dogs. With her faithful sidekick. kick the arrow, the arrow kid. Yes, Honker with like a big arrow helmet on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets rid of the dogs with a whistle arrow and a cat arrow. So the dogs ran away after the cat. And Negad- and Darkwing decides, you know, you know, got you, you. I don't want you guys helping me. He throws the kids into the T Rex skull and tries to take on Negaduck by himself. Will, how does that go for Darkwing? Uh, it doesn't go well at all. <laughs> what does Negaduck do? Yeah, he pulls out another bomb, didn't he? No, he shows up in a tank. He's in a tank. Oh, yeah, the tank, the tank, the big old green tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How he got that in the museums, anyone's guess. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he run them over with the tank, too? Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This episode, Mike, Naked Duck is just hilarious because he's not feeling that number two thing. So, like, you know, he has the gigantic b- b- bomb. He has the tank. Uh, I-, I don't want to spoil it anymore, but, like, you can tell... Naked Duck, to me, is like the comedy of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's also ramping up his destruction just to make a point. Mm-hmm. Naked Duck usually isn't this crazy, but he has to in order to become public enemy number one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I love the little dialogue when Goslin introduces herself to Darkwing. She goes, I'm Quiverwing Quack, the, the hero that gives crooks the shaft. P- pretty cool <laughs> slogan, huh? And Darkwing goes, too hip for words. Yeah, but Gosling, she clogs up uh, Negaduck's tank, though. With a glue arrow. Mm-hmm. She glue, uh, she clogs it up, and then uh, right when she saves the day, the media shows up. Including a character from DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Weber Walters. Yeah, Weber Walters. And, you know, it's funny. She got to come back on the second-to-last DuckTales episode a couple of weeks ago. So, And here she is on Darkwing Duck, mm-hmm. uh, without the Barbara Walters... Uh, slurring her R's. Um, funny enough, Will, I found out who she was voiced by in this episode. Who? Remember Toys R Us, the principal, and the lady, the, uh, Henry's mom? Yeah. Yeah, it's Linda Gary again. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's not listed in IMDb, but it's listed in the credits. So this is actually a returning voice actress. Mm-hmm. Um, so she shows up, and Darkwing gets all insecure about Gosling getting all the credit. Yeah. 
and uh, it's kind of funny though because the the sidekicks uh launch pad he 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 doesn't like that he's never been introduced to the media because <laughs> Gosling or quivering quack introduced the uh, honker there immediately yeah mm-hmm. and darkwing says darkwing makes a mention of momentary difficulty and Gosling goes momentary difficulty you mean dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then we get a cut scene and um quivering quack is just all over st canard news every news outlet yes uh, she's on, you know, Weber Walters is, she has her on the show. We also have Quackaldo, who's a parody of um, Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> then you have Julia Child. Goslin's on a cooking show with her. Um, and then Goslin mentions they want her on Phil Donaduck, which is a parody of Phil Donahue, another talk show host from mm-hmm. the uh, 90s. And so Goslin's all kind of getting full of herself, but she has every right to be because she stopped Negaduck twice. Yep. But on somebody... Her own- but somebody else ain't feeling all this attention. No. Darkwing <laughs> tells her that um, Gander Warhol, which is a parody of Andy Warhol, the artist, says that people only get 15 minutes of fame and hers are up. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. complains, you're only treating me like a little kid. Yeah, Drake is being overprotective, though. Yeah, absolutely. He mm-hmm. even tries to cut her steak for her. And that's when he realizes <laughs> he's overdoing it. Yeah. <laughs> But then we hear on the news that uh, Negaduck is about to strike uh, Pepe's pizza. Yeah, Launchpad is horrified by the very idea. <laughs> of course he is. He's always hungry. <laughs> and uh, Negaduck's driving a monster truck. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, so then they, they're going to take off in the Thunderquack, right? Yes, because Negaduck's got, um, what is it, like a grappling hook or a harpoon or something on one side of the... Uh, the tower trying to pull it over. He's like, hey, I'm giving the town the leading tower of pizza. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing and Launchpad and the kids are trying to pull it the other direction with the Thundercracks grappling hook. Yeah. Yeah. And then Quivering Quack says, let's get dangerous, though. Yes. So they land um, right on top of Negaduck. And when Negaduck <laughs> tries to hit him with the harpoon, he misses. Yep. And then he's like, did I cross a black cat today? <laughs> So yeah. what happens next, Tori? Um, something with Quivering. What happened? Something with Quivering. Well, um... You have to remember the... Ex- I can't remember the exact... Because it was Darkwing he tried to hit with that harpoon gun. Yeah. just him because Quivering ran off. Yeah. So Darkwing... So Negative jumps off the building onto a bounces off a flagpole, jumps in the building across the street. Darkwing tries to do that, and Negaduck opens a door on the roof, and he drops into it. So mm-hmm. now, Goslin and Honker try to save the day by shooting an arrow with a rope from the yep. two buildings and try to walk across it. Yeah. But Negaduck kind of twangs the uh, the rope, and they almost fall off. Yeah, they're, they're kind of just hanging around. Yeah. And Launchpad tries to save them. That doesn't go well either. He almost falls too. Darkwing tries to cross to save them as well. And then Negaduck cuts the rope and they all fall. Yep. And they, they and land on that piece, the Tower of Pizza. The Pepe Pizza. Yeah. And I'd see? like to say, like, this, when they're, there's, this is like a very intense scene, right? And I think what they do next is like a great way to diffuse the tension of like this very intense scene. What do they do next? Well, Darkwing fills up something with gas so that they'll land on it, and then it pops, and it turns out it's laughing gas. Yeah, yeah it, was, actually, it was his cape. 
Yeah. Yeah. His cape is very stretchy if he can do that because he makes a huge balloon out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It pops because Honker's arrow helmet hits it. Yeah. And I love everybody laughing. <laughs> Launchpad goes, that was great, DW, but did you have to use laughing gas? And Launchpad <laughs> goes, it was better than tear gas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then they return back to the Mallard's house, and um, this is like a special moment for me, uh, Mike. I, I really like this scene. Yeah, before the scene starts, Launchpad and Honker have to leave because they can't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happens, Will? You like you like this scene. Explain what happens. Well, you know, first Goslin and uh, Drake, you know, they're they're kind of getting into it. She's accusing him of uh, being jealous, you know, and, but then Drake puts, you know puts his foot down and lays down the law that she's forbidding him, uh, forbidden from being quivering quack anymore. Never again. He doesn't want her to ever go out again. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she's arguing like that, you know, saying that, you know, he treats her like a baby girl and he says, because you are, you are my baby girl. Yeah. It's really sweet though. The voice acting's great. Mm-hmm. It's a touchy moment, man. You know, especially if you're a fan of the show, because that whole dark wing and, you know, all that is put to the side. Like, it's really Drake and, and Goslin now. It's like, you know, father and daughter, you know? He, he, you know, he just, he loves her. He wants to make sure she doesn't get hurt. They almost got killed today, all yeah. four of them. And that yeah. would be enough to scare any dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so she goes upstairs, dresses up as Quiverwing again. When Honker shows up, um, she says, he says, my dad told me to go to my room, but he didn't say stay. <laughs> um... So since she knows Honker's going to go tell her dad, she traps him in a net and she leaves to go stop Negaduck. Yeah. So and as she's leaving, Launchpad tells something to Darkwing. I, I love this. I love this so much. Launchpad is trying to explain, trying to talk to Drake, advice his father gave him about how, you know, um, if you hold onto your child too tight, they could smother and the greatest thing is seeing your child fly all by itself. And Drake is like, whoa, your dad told you that? And then mm-hmm. Launchpad says, yup, right before he threw me out and told me to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the greatest Launchpad scenes. It's really funny. Yeah, because as he's telling the story, too, Quivering Quack, Goslin is, is sneaking out of the house, you know? And when Launchpad mentions seeing it fly all by itself, she slips and she tries to keep herself up in the air by flying, and then she falls down. <laughs> Speaking of falling down, Honker tumbles down the stairs. Yeah, and he he tells him uh, what Goslin's up to. Going to fight Negaduck all by herself. Yeah, but then we get to Negaduck, and what's he doing, Mike? Negaduck has a really, really bizarre plan. He's stopped up every sewer main, gas main, storm drain, sewer pipe in St. Canard, and his plan is to back up everything in the city to blow up the entire city. And you see the skyline literally swelling, like it's going to explode. Yeah, he, he, he don't want to be number two, Mike. He, he's not feeling it. <laughs> and he got the idea by watching Darkwing inflate his cape. That mm-hmm. gave him the idea in the first place. Um, so Goslin shows up. Doesn't go too well for her. Fighting against Negative one-on-one when he's out for blood, mm-hmm. not good. How does that go, Will? What happens to Gaz? Uh, she she tied she tied him up and then she fought. Uh, he threw her off the bridge with the rope that she tied him up with, and she's about to get eaten by a shark. 
I, I love she goes, big deal, I can swim, you know. The shark suddenly jumps up and, and literally eats her. And then she jumps out of its mouth, like, at the last second. It's great. The timing is amazing. And then yeah. Darkwing shows up. Still no entrance line. We don't get a single one in this one. Uh-uh. And who else helps to save the day? LP and Honker. A little help from the sidekick or two. Yeah. They pull the cork out of the, 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 you know, the water mains and... The city squeezes back to normal. Uh, Darkwing karate kicks Negaduck. And Negaduck jumps in the motorcycle. And Darkwing reminds him that he's thanking him for the two-for-one sale. Because what did he do to the motorcycle, Will? Oh, man. He, he filled it up with bombs. It was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so Negaduck gets blown to Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of him. Great callback to the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Darkwing and uh, Goslin, they kind of have their little chat again. Yeah, he says, you know, one day criminals will quake at the coming of Quivering Quack. And Goslin's like, so when you say someday, do you mean what? Next month? Yeah, she wants it soon, but you know that's not what he meant. (laughs) If she she skips her homework, she can be done even sooner. (laughs) Great ending. Really great ending. I love this episode a lot. So, since we're done talking about the plot, should we rate it? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into the ratings. Uh, Tori, since you're our guest, you want to go first? We're rating the episode? Yeah, what, what would you give it at, uh, at a, uh, five gas gun canisters? I think I would give it a four and a half. Four and a half? Okay, fair enough. Is there, is there a reason why it loses half a point, or is there a reason why you give it such a strong uh, score? I think it really is like one of it's a great episode, especially mm-hmm. for Drake and Goslin's relationship and for it being such a good Negaduck episode. Mm-hmm. I think it really highlights um, the heights of Negaduck as far as he was willing to go because he really wasn't getting anything but uh, points for his reputation. Like there was no money or offering of any. Well, there was offering. Uh, it was really all for his reputation, not for any like monetary gain or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, yeah. Okay. okay, how about you, Mike? I am going to be, I'm going to be like, I'm giving this one a five, honestly. Whoa, okay. I, this is my, this is, I think I'm only giving one more five in terms of what's coming up next. And I won't, obviously I won't say which one. So I'm, I'm almost fived out. Um, I love this one. I think it's one of Deb's best episodes, if not her best. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get we get the entire foursome. We get we get Honker in there too. It's a great role for him. Mm-hmm. Um, got, even Launchpad gets some good lines, and it's really hard to deny that Negaduck is amazing in this episode. Yeah, like I this agree. is his. I think this is his best one, mm-hmm. where okay. he dominates. He's like he's one of the main stars of the episode. He's not in anybody else's shadow, and he's just anarchy incarnate in this one. Yeah, and he's great. Like if someone t- asked me what the best Negaduck show was, I would, I would, I would say this one. It, to me, it's a better Negaduck episode than even the Negaverse, and you know how much I love that one. Yeah. So yep, that's I'm giving this one a five. How about you, Will? I'm gonna go four and a half. I'm gonna I'm going with Tori, man. Negaduck really, Dev really did a great job on, on making Negaduck such a good villain on this one by making him irritated with being number two. It gave him motivation. It gave him a motive. 
you know, it really got the whole episode going once he saw that in the paper. And Negaduck behind Dr. Slug, I don't think any of us would agree with that, but it worked, you know? It, it made a joke I, out of it. I love the gag that we don't know who or what Dr. Slug really is, mm-hmm. but apparently he's public enemy number one. I'd love to know what he's done to be worse than Negaduck. Yeah, you know, and, you know, if, you know the Dark Darkwing and Goslin battle... It's kind of routine. We've seen it so many times where he's protective of her and stuff, but she doesn't listen to him. That part, you know, is why I think I take it down just a half a point. But what keeps it at the 4.5 for me is that they're, they're bonding, you know? And it's nice to see Goslin actually do a superhero thing and be mm-hmm. good at it, too. Really good at it. Like, this shows yeah. that she actually does have the potential. Like... Um, I will. I know you weren't on when we did um, Dances with Bigfoot, but mm-hmm. she's pretty sad in that one. She can't do anything right. But yeah. in this one, like she's good at this. Yeah. And what I mean, Deb and what I think how Deb wrote her character in as Quivering Quack, like with Darkwing, she was shining. But when she was by herself, it showed she couldn't handle it yet. You know, she was not ready. Well, it's Negaduck. Yeah. So, like, that's what I love about the episode. Like, it didn't go too far with it where she was just so dominant when she was even by herself, you know? Yeah, of course. And Negaduck was really ramped up in this one. Mm -hmm. That's what I was saying earlier in the episode. This this episode only works with Negaduck because if I think it was somebody like Megavolt or Quackerjack, it wouldn't have been as a demeaning threat. Not that they aren't powerful villains, but, like, they screw up a lot. And, like, I feel like Goslin would be able to beat them a lot easier. Yeah, and they wouldn't be doing these gigantic evil things that Negaduck's trying to do. I don't think either of them would... Now, I take that back. Megavolt's tried to kill Goslin before. Yeah, but, but Megavolt and Quackerjack don't have the ego of Negaduck. So you would have said they're public enemy number two, you know? I don't think ne- Megavolt would care. Yeah, I don't think Quackerjack yeah. would either, or Liquidator, whoever, you know? Yeah, it just it's one of those things where it's got to be a Negaduck episode. That's why it works so well, because it's mm-hmm. him. Okay. So, Mike, do we have a villain to rate this time? Nope. Not this week. Okay. So, uh, what episode we got coming up next, Mike? All right. We have another Negaduck episode, but also Liquidator, Quackerjack, Megavolt, and Bushroot. And Uh-oh. somebody called Demolition Duck. Um, we're talking about Jailbird. And I think we have another guest on that one. Yeah, we got uh, Owens coming, right? Yeah, he was on um, the bonus episode we, me and him did, Mask Mallard, and he's coming back for his first Darkwing episode next week. Okay. He wanted to do this one for a long time because he loves Liquidator. <laughs> so he wanted to be on at least one Liquidator episode. This is the only one that was actually available because he, he's not in many episodes. So he Owen's got this one next week. Okay. All right. So, uh, Mike, where, for the people listening to us for the first time, where can they find us at? Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. I think that's all the big ones, but we are on many, many others. Will, do you have any shout-outs tonight? Yeah, I actually I do. Uh, I got a shout-out for Marcelo, Marcelo Silva Gomez. He posts a lot in our, uh, our St. Canard Files group. Um, Jonathan Pooley. Uh, Judayo San Buenaventura. I'm so sorry if I screwed that name up. Take, uh, a, take a shot every time Will has to read a hard name. Yeah, I'm <laughs> about to have another one. I'm about to have another one right here. Daph 
Solaris. So that's Solaris. Oh my god, I'm screwing these names up. All right, I got two more. Two more shout out. <laughs> Mac Alexander Davison and Cheryl Mars. These people are on our top ten of posting the most in our Darkwing group. Our Good. Group. Yep. Good for them. Uh, there was a um, few other people who were in our top ten, but we've shouted them out. They're the kind of the usual, so I didn't mention them. And you know, we really weren't able to talk about it because we're not really going to go into too much detail because Will hasn't seen it yet. But as we're recording this, DuckTales just ended a few days ago. I just want to thank everyone involved for that show for helping to kind of bring Darkwing Duck back into public consciousness. I think he has a lot more fans now because he was part of that show. And I think that's wonderful. And I hope whatever reboot they're doing with him is amazing. But I want to just say rest in peace, DuckTales 2017. Um, I know I'll miss it. I know Tori will too. But Will hasn't seen the final episode yet, so we're not going to spoil it by saying anything else about it. Just can, can you tell me, is it good as the other uh, season finales? It's really good. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. It's got okay. some really good Darkwing moments in there. Okay. It's Watch it sooner or later, Will. I, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, you know, Stan, I'm calling you out, and Felicia calling you out too, <laughs> messaging me and giving me some spoilers. Oh, but it's not uh, that big of a deal. Um, but the, with the information you told me is something I would want to wait for. Hello. Oh. Yeah. I oh hope it wasn't God. the big. Spo- I hope it wasn't the big spoiler. Uh, uh, you guys know me. Who is my favorite villain? They spoiled that for me. <laughs> Both uh. of them. Oh my goodness, man! People, I tell oh. you. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, so. I guess that's it for tonight, guys. Yeah, thank you, Tori, for joining us today, man. It was nice being here. Thanks, right. Tori. Yeah, really appreciate it. So until next week, stay dangerous. Good night, everyone. Night.